big hello, Louise, and a big hello to everyone who is joining us live on your Kick-Ass Career Weekly Wrap-Up. Um, and for those of you who are joining us uh, on the replay, welcome as well. We're glad you're here. Um, Louise, hi. Hi. Did you know this is our 26th episode? That's so cool. It's happy here. I know. Um, so yeah, so uh, I'm celebrating um, that we are 26 weeks in um, to, uh, to I don't know, is it birthing? <laughs> this, mm, well, this we birthed. It's a we 26 week old little baby toddler thing. It has legs. And has legs. Yeah, for sure. Um, it's like that dancing baby. Oh, God. Oh, no. I do. I wish I could bring it across right now. I know exactly what you're talking about. Anyways, yeah, sorry. Yeah. I'll do that. Uh, sorry. Um, all right. Uh, Kim, what are you celebrating? Ooh, what am I? Well, right now, personally, I am celebrating that my husband is home for a day and a half between his trips. Yay. Um, so I'm happy about that. And I am celebrating. I'm celebrating that even though former me, past me, the me of, of previous years, might be freaking out about certain things that are going on in um, in life and business right now. I, the current present me and the future me is like, oh no, we got this. It's all good. Everything's okay, right? I think like a lot of people, right? The people talk about a looming recession. I mean, let's be real. We're actually in recession, right? Bus mm -hmm. uh, buying trends and habits have been changing already. So we're already in a recession as and as entrepreneurs, we feel it. And it gets a little crunchy and a little scary. Absolutely. And how do we pivot? How do we move through it? And so I'm celebrating that I am open to that versus, right? The, the right. Yeah. It's like when you hold on to something too tightly, you lose uh, your, your focus really. It's too close for you to see. Um, and being able to, to pull that out a little bit to make sure that like, yeah, movement is movement. And, and how do you keep that flow uh, and that energy going? Because you can't can't walk around like all tight um, in all kinds of places, right? right. Tight energetically, financially, um, emotionally, all of those things. Um, just allowing that to allowing that to flow. Yeah, yeah. So, how about yourself? What are you celebrating? Other than the fact that it is our twenty sixth episode? Yeah. No, I am celebrating. I, I was I was thinking about this this morning. Uh, I'm I think I'm celebrating gratitude now, and yeah, and I just being really grateful for the people and pets in my life, and just being like coming really back to that really grounded place where, regardless of how bumpy the road is, like I've got. Uh, I've got some good suspension on my, on my vehicle. And that's kind of how I feel, right? Like we can't like um, avoid all the bumps. And so, yeah, I've gone head into some bumpy roads and um, it's going to be okay. I'm just along for the ride. Um, but yeah, so yeah, I think I'm celebrating gratitude. I'm really grateful for the people and, and, and all the things in my life. And that's a big part of um, building that resilience, moving forward, even through this 
crunchy financial times, right? Yeah. Yeah. We talked a lot about that on a previous episode when we talked about adaptability and resiliency. Mm-hmm. Right. And I think that's what we're both talking about right now is, is in our lives and in our businesses, there's some bumps and bumps are part of life. Um, and we don't want to gloss them over. We don't want to just be like, oh, that's okay. It's just a bump. We need to recognize it's a bump. And that bump can sometimes jostle us and feel a little crappy. And how do we move through it? How do we check our suspension to make sure that, mm-hmm. that we're not like losing an axle in, in the process, <laughs> right? Like that's not what we want to do. And at the same time, we want to we want to try and smooth it out a little bit with, with still acknowledging the, that life is going to be like that. Yeah. And we don't want to avoid those bumpy roads. Cause I think that's where, right. That's where the, the, well, the golden nuggets definitely live in those bumps, but that's the the path to, to where we want to go. And so let's not, let's not shy away from the bumpy places. Let's work on, right the car maintenance. I love this analogy because I talk about coaching like a road trip. And so it just really comes natural that like we are on all on this road trip. And then how do we, how do we keep moving forward? Um, I love it. Apparently uh, car and car maintenance has been like the theme of the week. I was talking to my own business coach about it uh, earlier this week and she's like, well, it's just like a diagnostic. <laughs> like, I need to replace brakes on a car because, like, that's the last thing that I need to do right now. <laughs> Still working on how I'm paying for the butt mitzvah. No, no, no. Everything's good. All right. So, um, I, but I think that this actually, this, this, how do we lean into? How do we find that adaptability and resiliency? How do we um, diagnose where we're at and then find that uh, way to keep moving forward? One of those ways is actually what we're talking about today. Do you remember what we're talking about today? I do. We're talking about okay. partnerships. I like I like testing you on that. No, um, I do pay attention most of the time. I know. I know. Um, we're talking about partnerships and really like partnerships and this whole idea of right uh, the connection um, that we can make with others um, and it it feeds all of those things that actually you and I were just talking about um, at the top of the episode here today. Um, But yeah, it's a big part of not just building your business. um, It's also a huge part of um, your career pivot, your leadership development, your social life, your fill in the blank. It's partnerships and, and connection with others is really big. Yeah, it's huge. And it's it's so interesting, again, bringing in when talking uh, to my business coach, it's this idea of we, we try to do so much in our lives independently, right? We, particularly as, as high achieving, high performing individuals, there's a lot that we try to do in our lives individually. And when we can divorce ourselves of either this is the only way we can get it done and we open ourselves to the possibility of other ways to accomplish what we're doing we can step into partnership that helps not just us but those other individuals as well those other businesses 
And so as you were saying, you know, it's not just about in business. We often think about partnerships in business. How does one business partner with another? How does one entrepreneur partner with another? Um, but when we think about overall in our career, how do we create those partnerships? How do we find those aligned interests that where we can support each other? We used to talk about it as finding a business ally, right? Finding somebody uh, in your organization that's an ally. And I think it, this goes beyond having an ally uh, that you can go to. It really is how do you support each other as you're developing your own career, sometimes within the same organization. Yeah, partnerships, like it, it really is a two-way street, right? And finding that place and that space and that person that you are receiving um, certain help from, but you're also generating and giving help as well. Yeah. And it's really this like this co-creation. Mm -hmm. I find a lot of leaders forget that their team is in partnership with them or their team is in partnership with other teams. And so helping your team really feel like they're not just putting out, but they're also getting back. That's energy, that's time, that's all of those things that, that go into that as well. So Kim, what do you think people don't think about or don't know when we talk about partnerships? Well, I think they don't know how to utilize a partnership. I think that that becomes a really hard and and I'm going off of as you were talking, I was thinking of um, client conversations that I've had recently where it was an, both from a managerial perspective when you're managing others on your team and by being a team member and trying to partner with uh, the leader of the team. Um, as well as, and there was one circumstance I was talking about this week, is partnering with another team altogether. Like, how do you even do that? Mm -hmm. um, and so I think that for a lot of people, it's very hard to, to think about how we use those partnerships. It's like, oh, yeah, we, we had an initial kickoff meeting about, you know, this project we're working on together. But how do I go from there to continue to develop an actual partnership with them. So I think that tends to be a crunchy area. Um, what about for you? What do you think people are, are curious about? And if you're listening live and you are curious about something with partnerships, please, please let us know. We will actually directly respond to you. Um, but what, what are some of the things that you think uh, people are curious about around partnerships? Well, I, I had this conversation three times just this week alone around th this um, place where leaders want to grow their strategic thinking. And partnerships are a key piece to growing that, uh, that leadership that you would love to be able to, to deliver to your organization or for yourself even. And so this idea of being able to find people who are not just close, so it's not just people who can help you, but it's also people you can help. And then it's also getting outside of your comfort zone and thinking who else is just a little bit farther away from me that I can be a little bit curious about what they do, who they are, where are their challenges? What's that whole business unit even all about? And we get into a place where 
we think partnerships are like one way where I'm asking you for something, right? So I'm asking you to help me be a strategic thinker, or I'm asking you to help me, right? And so, of course, we want to grow that leadership skill. And there's so much that you can bring to a conversation, even sometimes just asking great questions, um, being curious about someone and opening the door and developing that partnership um, can really benefit not just you and grow your strategic footprint in the organization, but it also can help those leaders or those other folks that you're talking to, to grow theirs or to understand what is going on to sometimes, you know, senior levels do dive into some details and love to know about you and then they can pull back out. But you're, you're also an expert in your space. And I think we shy away from that because I think it's, it feels very needy to say like, I'm only striking up this conversation so that you can help me when that's really not the case. Yeah. And it's interesting because I think you use the word curiosity and curious in there a lot. And, and interestingly enough, I had that conversation with several clients this week is how do I become more curious? Like I, I'm, am curious, right? They're, they're admitting that they're curious, but they don't understand how to be curious without, and this was the second part of it without seeming like they don't know things. So there's that, I, I don't need to be an expert in everything, but I don't want to look like an idiot part of it. And so if I'm curious, am I looking like an idiot? And so again, working through that, because the answer is no. <laughs> about that, we're, we're not, we don't tend to be yes, no people, but I, I think we can both agree. If you're curious, you do not look like an idiot. Like it actually adds to your credibility when there's some curiosity there, when you want to dive deeper. Um, and the other part about curiosity, I think that stymies people is they don't know what to be curious about, right? It's the same reason why many of us uh, struggle with small talk. Um, like, what questions do I ask? How do I lean into being curious? What what do I do? Um, so we just got to note that the audio is bad. If, if somebody could also drop, and that was coming from LinkedIn, I know that there are sometimes troubles with LinkedIn. Um, if people on any of the other channels could let us know if we are also having audio and if it's with both Louise and I, we would appreciate that. Thank you. Thanks, Donna, for letting us know. Um, the, uh, yeah, so that place of curiosity, I think, can stymie people. It can really feel like, um, what do I do, right? How, how do I even get started with being curious? Um, so what are some ways that you think that we could help people with that, that place of curiosity? Well, I think there's, there's two parts to that. So absolutely, for sure. You don't want to ever just jump in um, without testing the water. So I think there is a little bit of research. There's some data that's available that you can collect on an individual or on a business unit, like LinkedIn, right? Like, like, don't go in super cold, for sure. Um, but don't get stuck in that I need to know everything about everything. Um, do a little bit of research and then really do go in without quite curious questions you don't know the answer to. Like, you don't have to do so much research that you're asking questions that, right, you you think you know what the answer is. This is really genuinely, you are 100% curious about someone. 
And getting people to talk, people love to talk about themselves honestly. And so when you can ask really great questions around, right, what are the challenges or opportunities that you or your business unit sees, right? Or your business, or where, where are you growing? What are, where's the, what are you trimming? Uh, where do you see, right, the future of the industry or company? Um, those are all great questions, but you can also make it very personal too, right? Like what makes you great at your job? Um, you're not going to find that anywhere. Um, people don't say I'm great at my job on LinkedIn. Um, right? uh, I've seen some. <laughs> but really, really being curious and, and being genuine in those questions, I think that's where we can stumble often is that we think that there's a different intent. When you are genuinely curious, those questions land genuinely and it doesn't feel sleazy or uh, misappropriated or any of those things. It feels very, very genuine. And you do something with the information. Um, I think that's another big part that we often forget is what are, how are you following up? What are you doing with that information? Um, was it useful? Did you thank that person for sharing? And then setting, setting that expectation of like, it was really great. Can we do it again? And so doing those things, uh, I think can be really beneficial, but it all comes from a genuine curiosity. I don't think you can fake you can't fake it very long. You can ask some curious questions, but you can't fake curiosity. Well, and I think, so you're a very naturally curious person, as am I. Part of why we do our jobs and why we're good at, at what we do in, in the work that we do in the world. Um, I, I think that still can be a challenging point for some people because they're so focused on it's like, but this is my job. This is what I need to, I, I know how to do. So if we go back to this idea of developing partnerships, right, creating some sort of space for collaboration and, and or dual support, right? So if that's something that's of interest to you, if you're thinking about going into a space of, um, you know, mutual beneficial relationship, um, that level of curiosity that may not come so naturally to you as it does to us is something that can be cultivated, right? It is about just thinking about what you don't know the answer to. It could be as simple as, hey, what do you actually do? <laughs> right? Like, I mean, seriously, if we think about the people that we work with, or people that outside of our organization, we could guess what people do a lot of the time. And that's what we tend to do as we talked about last week on the titles um, episode, mm -hmm. but, right? When we actually say, hey, what, what is it that you do? I would love to actually know what you do. And again, from a place of just interest, right? So if we you know, change that word of curiosity, if that feels scary and like, I, I don't know how to be curious, I don't know how to ask curious questions, where does your interest lie? Why is it that you're seeking this person out for a potential partnership or collaboration, right? And if we just step back even a step a second before that, it's like, who do you reach out to? How do you decide what person you may or may not want to start a partnership with? Like, how did we decide 
that we wanted to enter into partnership. Do you remember, Louise? No. Do you? I do. It evolved. (laughs) And that very often is what happens. There are absolutely times where you're like, man, I'd really love to partner or collaborate with that individual. And you can go directly and have that conversation with them very directly. More often than not, partnerships evolve out of developing relationships with people that are within our proximity. Yes, right. Exactly. Like when you and I first met and we started talking, we didn't talk to say, hey, how can we partner together on the very first conversation? Right. It was like, hey, who are you? What do you do? Where do you live? What's your life like? Right. What are you interested in? What are what do you value? What are your hopes and dreams? Like all of that came before a introduction or a right, a partnership conversation. Um, I love that you've used the word interest. And I think, too, is oftentimes we immediately go transactional. And so we are having transactional conversations and we need to pull back a little bit to say, hey, I don't know if there's a transaction here. Mm-hmm. What I what I know is that I'm interested in learning more. And so I really like that because we can get very focused on we're only having transactional conversations and we're wondering why we're not developing partnerships or we're not growing in our business or we're not we're not growing in our leadership or or companies not growing. And I think it's that that's what came to my mind when you talked about interest is like, yeah, we we need to switch to that interest path and get away from the transactional piece. Not to say there's not transactional conversations, but that's different. That's day-to-day stuff. That's not what we're talking about. Right. No. And I think so much of us live tick the box lives, right? It's like, what did I accomplish today? How did I do this? And so our conversations tend to be transactional in nature. It's like, you know, as, as a business owner, yes, I'm out there trying to meet as many people as I can. And if I approach that by the place of because I, every person I talk to needs to become a client or every person I talk to needs to become a new partner or a yeah. new collaborator, Lordy, the people on the receiving end of that would never want to do anything with me. So I approach it as I am really super curious. I'm really super interested in just seeing what happens in these conversations. What can I learn from this conversation? Um, and you, you mentioned it's like, our relationship evolved, right? And it's not like we met and we immediately said, hey, let's become partners because we talk a little bit of the same language, right? It took time. It took time in our conversations. We said to each other, we were like, wow, we should really record these because these are interesting. And maybe it could be interesting and helpful to other people. Hence, maybe a year later, this was born. And now we're <laughs> six months in. So it's like, it's evolved. Yeah. Um, if we think about it in a dating spectrum, very often you're not going to ask that person to marry you or partner up on the first date. <laughs> it's not that it doesn't happen. It's just not as often, right? It's it's very low percentage of people that that happens with. I'm not saying it can't. Absolutely it can. And it can work. However, if we approach it in that instance of I'm curious, I'm interested, like what's going on here, right? We, we know that that can feel good. 
So why don't we do that in our business life as well, where it can feel good? And so much of it, I do think, goes back to that ego, right? It goes back to that place of, I'm too afraid to show what I don't know. And what if we were all just a little bit more transparent and vulnerable in our roles and said, I, I don't know everything. Here's what I do know. I'd love to know what you know, and I'd love to share that. I'd love to learn from you, and I'd love to share my knowledge with you. So we could both become better and, you know, our organization, our, our businesses or whatever's can become stronger in the process. I mean, that to me is the whole crux of partnering. Like, I don't want to do this alone. I never wanted to do any of my jobs alone. And yet very often I was siloed and I did do my jobs alone and it sucked. It sucked. It sucked. Mm -hmm. And I very often found partners, not always within my organization. I would find partners outside of my organization, thought partners, people that I could, you know, bounce things off of and who could call me and bounce things off of me. It was huge. I was actually talking to somebody um, who we passed each other in in the jobs. She took the job after I did, and we're bouncing ideas off of each other. It's like you never know where partnerships can come from, which is so cool. Right. I think, too, is that, you know, Kim, you mentioned is like we're not going to partner with every person we have a conversation with. Right. Much like. <laughs> You're not going to marry every person you date either. And so when I, I think there's a, a clarity that you need to have about your your journey and where you're headed so that those partnerships, when they do come along, those conversations, when they do happen, there's that there's that hell yes or not now. Right. And I, I believe that you need that connection, that clarity piece in order to be able to keep moving down your road and collect passengers on your way. Um, otherwise, you're going to be moving down someone else's road. Well, and it's funny because you said that hell yes or the hell no. And obviously, I mean, there, there's an element to human design in there where we know that like we will get an actual hit and we'll say as, as manifesting generators, generators, we get that opportunity to say hell yes and hell no. And then there's the rest of the world that never gets that. So if you don't get that hell yes or hell no, but you're invited to do something and you have an excitement about it, if you um, are in conversation with somebody and you feel like you're drawn to, to continue that conversation, you may not know it's a yes or a no. Like you won't necessarily get a message of, yeah, I want to continue this, but you're drawn to them in some way. Continue the conversation. It's okay. Like it's okay. We don't have to have... Yes, it's fantastic when we get that hell yes or the hell no. And if it's not as clear, it's okay to keep going, right? We sometimes get in our own way of saying, well, I don't know that they, and again, I use the dating scenario, <laughs> I don't know, and I haven't dated in a long time. I don't know if this person is really into me. Ask, right? We aren't candid enough. We aren't vulnerable enough to say, hey, this felt really good to me. Do we want to continue this? Hey, I got this out of this conversation. What did you get? Would you be interested in continuing that? You know, we can get the clear, like, no. Most of us know the no's when they happen, right? 
the yeses are a little bit harder to figure out because we start getting in our own way and our saboteurs start telling us they didn't like me oh i didn't bring enough to the conversation oh my god i just overshared everything in that conversation right it's like all the things we can say to ourselves yeah. right and yet just ask hey that was really interesting would you like to do that again i don't know what did we miss talking about so far when we we're talking about developing partner partnerships well, I love that we talked about, right, like not every conversation leads to a partnership. We talked about we actually need to have conversations so that we can form partnerships. <laughs> that uh, curiosity and interest is the driver often to opening the door uh, to, and to continuing conversations. And it's the communication piece. Uh, that's so important after don't get stuck in your own head thinking that the conversation didn't go well or it right it's that communication piece too um, a partnership and a relationship needs to be nurtured and so finding a way to do that and not every conversation is going to lead to a second conversation and that's okay too not everyone is going to be that person or that business that you want to be developing a relationship with. You can find yourself in a place that doesn't feel good. You, you're not aligned and that's okay too. You step away and you keep uh, keep your curiosity going and you find, find the next conversation. It all starts with a conversation, um, right? Yeah, it does. It all starts with a conversation. It all starts with being interested and curious about how you can step into whatever it is that you're doing, whatever work you're doing in a more expansive way, right? How can we grow? How can we develop? And we do that not in isolation, but in partnership with others. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. What's your what's your golden nugget? Transactional conversations. It was <laughs> it was like I feel I don't write many blog posts, but I'm feeling a blog post coming from that because so many of us spend so much time in transactional conversations um, and just living transactional lives and doing transactional work that we don't stop long enough to see where we can expand and where we can grow. Yeah. Um, for, for me, I loved that you used the word interest because I am like lit up by curiosity, right? It's part of my superpower. And so just by you saying interest, I was like, oh, it is a little different for me, but it it's maybe not so scary for a lot of people. It's not cliff jumping, uh, right? It's like going down a step, uh, which can feel a lot better. And as long as you're having those conversations from a genuine place where you're actually genuinely interested or genuinely curious about something, uh, you can't go wrong. Um, so that was kind of my golden nugget. I love that. Well, I'm all about language. So 
Absolutely. I love that. Um, and we would love to hear your golden nuggets as well. Um, we encourage you if you are um, coming into the replay or if you're live to let us know what questions you have. Um, we want to hear your golden nuggets. We want to hear your celebrations. Um, so we encourage you to reach out to us directly at yourkickasscareer at gmail.com. Um, you can find the, um, the email address in the show notes once those are posted. Um, and you can also reach out directly to us on either on any of the socials because we are on all of them. Um, but we really do. We want to know what your questions are because we have some A's and I had fun typing that because there was an extra S at the end. So, yeah, we know that not everybody wants to put their posts uh, out here on social and we're having a lot of folks uh, checking us out. So if you have an idea for a topic that you'd love to hear about or you go back and you, you know, check out episode number two or three um, and it sparks an interest or a question, please drop us an email uh, and we would be happy to answer you back. Um, and maybe we'll even bring your question up uh, here moving forward because we are getting some uh, some really interesting stuff coming through. So love it. Love today. Um Thanks for this beautiful Friday. Absolutely. Thank you. And um, looking ahead to next Friday, oops, out of the way, what does happiness have to do with work? <laughs> Who the hell said you get to be happy at work? Oh, I love talking about happiness. Um, you know, it's uh, there's a band, right? The Pursuit of Happiness. Um, oh, oh, we can't play the music, but... Go check them out. Um, but yeah, I love this idea of, of how, you know, where does happiness not just fit into our work lives, but how elusive can it feel sometimes um, when we're trying as hard as we can um, with what we're passionate about and we get disconnected from happiness? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, happiness. Well, we are happy that you spent some time with us today. Um, Louise, I'm always happy spending time with you. And next week, Louise and I, and I actually get to be in person together. So I'm super happy about that. Um, we hope that you have a wonderful week. Please feel free to reach out to us. We'd love to hear from you. Questions, answers, um, as Louise taught me to ask for, do you have an outburst? Let us know. We'd love to know. Um, and until then, have a great week and we will see you back here on the Your Kick-Ass Career Weekly Wrap-Up next Friday. Thanks everyone. Take care. Bye for now. Bye.